Hey fam, Bola Vinaka and welcome to the Mararoi podcast. This is your girl Annie and this is a podcast dedicated to sharing some experiences in different seasons and having some pretty cool conversations with family and friends. It's my hope that when you finish this episode, you'd be encouraged and reminded that you too are protected and you are purposed. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey fam, welcome back to Maruroi Podcast and we are here for our first guest co-host podcast person (laughs) but yes we're here this week with Alena and I told y'all last week um that she would introduce herself because the whole of last week's episode was just trying to figure out um really what identity was and how I introduced myself to other people so we welcome Alena and I'm gonna let you introduce yourself (laughs) so welcome to the podcast thank you Greetings, good afternoon, good morning uh, from uh, whatever time zone that you are joining us from. Uh, I'm quite uh, honored to be here joining Maroroi Fam and uh, this uh, space that Annie has going on. So uh, yeah, as Annie had already mentioned, my name is Alena. I am Fijian, originally from the island of Moala. Lao and Vasutotoya, which is also from Lao, so your girl is pure Laoan. I am the second of four children. I have an older brother and two younger sisters. I am in my late, late, late 20s. Oh, girl. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot go any later. And I am not married. Not dating. Come on now, single ladies. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of what I do on a daily basis, I am currently employed by a a prominent financial institution here in Fiji for about four years now. And I guess just in line with your question of how we tend to introduce ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really think much of it, you know, and uh, but... I believe, you know, we as Fijians in particular have a general way of making introductions, quite like how you mentioned in the previous episode about how it's almost part of our culture, uh, you know, to draw connections, meeting someone for the first time, and then you walk away from that person uh, by making a mutual connection, and then you are connected to the but I guess on a on a different aspect, if I was to be a bit intentional about introduction, I like to introduce myself in light of what I think the other person should know yeah. about me. And that could differ depending on the other person right. or the audience. Yeah. Uh, and the intention really is to is so that they know and perhaps appreciate or understand who Alena is as a person. So in terms of the way that I carry myself, the way I do things, what I prioritize, what I honor, uh, the way that I make my decisions, I guess basically 
factors yeah. that would influence me as a person. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool because I think a lot of the times we're defining ourselves as like what we do mm-hmm. and we introduce ourselves from that place. Yeah. Rather than like as the person, like who is Alena? What does she value? What mm-hmm. does she yeah. um, honor or who does she honor? Mm-hmm. And so that's really cool. But thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. And this is the Maruroi fam. Um, like I said, y'all, if it's just me speaking, we're going to try to keep it under 15 minutes. And when I'm with my amazing peoples, um, fam and friends who would join me on this podcast will try to keep it under 30. But as you know, <clears throat> island time is island time. <laughs> that is true. So, um, yeah, I guess with that introduction, what are three words that you would describe um, yourself like in this season? And you spoke about um, the work that you do like on a daily basis, um, where you're from, this full-blooded Lawan beauty who is, you know, single and, and yeah, just single, single, y'all. Calm down for anybody listening. Um, But yeah, so what are three words that you would use to describe yourself, particularly in this season? I feel like God, well, you know, we are always learning so much in, in different seasons, but particularly for me, um, Three words that I would use to describe this season is, uh, firstly, I'm grateful. Uh, Personally, you know, there are a lot of things that is happening around my world and life right now that could give me every reason to, you know, to shake my foundations, to shake my belief. Uh, But despite that, I also cannot help but recognize and be grateful for the things that are. Yeah. Uh, it's it's tough. Uh, I won't deny, but but we are good, uh, and and for that I am grateful. Yes. Second would be uncertain. Come on now, because <laughs> Auntie Rona got everybody uncertain. Uncertain. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Um, you know, as as we progress in life, uh, we have our set goals and yeah. plans that will help us achieve those goals. But I think I've been through different seasons right. that I never thought or imagined for myself. <laughs> but they ultimately molded and shaped, you know, me as a person and built my character in a certain type of way. Yeah. Which which is exciting. So I'd say, yeah, uncertainty with a hint of excitement. That's the way. Yes. Awesome. And... Uh, Thirdly, would be unique. Mm. Unique. I've, you know, I've had to transition and step into new things mm. that seemed very, very different from what may be popular. But I have, you know, I've had to learn to embrace and and take ownership of everything that comes with each new season, which kind of like what my season is right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I think it's really good that um, with the like with those three words, right? You've covered um, gratefulness and just a place of like that's not necessarily something that's physical. Mm-hmm. Neither is that an emotion mm-hmm. that like 
would be determined by outside things. Yeah. But I think that's something that says a lot about you for you to be grateful in the seasons that you're in and in the circumstances that you're in. Um, I'm definitely intrigued by uniqueness um, in this space and in this season. Um, Yeah, and just even as you spoke of uncertainty, um, I think it's really cool that you can say uncertainty, but yet not unclear. Mm. Um, Yeah. Knowing that, knowing where your foundation is and what that looks like for you, you can be uncertain. Mm. Um, and I know that there's quite a few people who came into particularly 2020 um, gunning for things that they yeah. were going to do this yeah. year. And then with, you know, this amazing pandemic, <laughs> um, but also just like circumstances that would have happened in people's families um, or in their individual lives. There's a lot of things to be uncertain about. Yeah. But what... Sort of, I guess I'm going to pick on that uncertainty of amazing life. (laughs) Um, But what about uncertainty um, sort of unravels this this space or this season, like in terms of what you do for a daily, um, on a daily basis, Mm. in the sense that you had mentioned you work for this financial institution. Um, What does that look like for somebody? Because we can't be uncertain about our finances. And so, <laughs> no. Or at least for some of us, that's a big, that's a big space. Mm. Um, and so what does uncertainty look like in the realm of your work and, and what you do? You know, you're, you sort of just hit it home in terms of where my, where that uncertainty was coming out from in this season, which mm-hmm. was actually in the work space for me. Um, and it, you know, work or rather where I am employed has looked different for me in, in different seasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said uncertain, but with excitement yeah. because uh, I f- feel like the role that I'm in has developed and over over the years especially from the time when when I joined mm. and so as which is good it's 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 a good kind of development mm. so whether that means however that looks like i don't know <laughs> that's what it's about that, yeah but it's it's exciting and I can't help but but expect good things because yeah. um, as much as I'm familiar with being uncertain and fear of the unknown, yeah. I've been through enough to to trust that yeah. ultimately it will be good. Something good will come out of it. So that's what that's looking like right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, I think like as you were speaking... That's really cool to know that trust is a big thing for you in this space of uncertainty. Um, and so, as you know, the podcast is called Maroroi. <laughs> um, and so, like from that, um, we know that Maroroi is a, is a Fijian word and it can mean many things amongst them. Protection and being kept and um, sacred and really just being protected. Um, so what does... Or how has God kept you 
um, or protected you, particularly in this area of your life where you could be uncertain or mm -hmm. you've transitioned through different spaces to be uncertain, but to know that you could trust God because he could keep you. He would protect you. And he's done that before. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's not going to do that right. again now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say, you know, after, after graduating from, from school, um, I, I studied, you know, law and accounting, mm. and I've always pictured working in a, in a corporate organization at, at the end of my career. Yeah. But God totally flipped that, yeah. and your girl was right into it. From the beginning. From the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as, as different as that was from, you know, from what I had planned initially, um, and it definitely took some time for yeah. me to kind of just really take ownership of that. And, yeah, and just kind of... Be grateful for, yeah. you know, for wherever God was leading me to. Um, but I guess in terms of how God has kept me in my professional space, you know, there were at times, many times actually, when I doubted myself and felt like giving up really. And I remember one time when I stayed at home for, for a whole week, I chose not to go to work because I just felt like that was it for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just... I really felt undeserving, but, you know, God has been so gracious through the different people that I've been blessed to work with mm -hmm. uh, and that look different for different seasons. Uh, I have, I saw the favor of God's hands in the yeah. workplace with men and time and time again, you know, he would push me on and yeah. pick me back up and it's funny you asked that because just this week I was, uh, you know, I was reading about uh, God being the good shepherd yeah. and uh, how, you know, as he would keep the sheep, you know, just totally, uh, fully trusted yeah. to the shepherd, uh, no matter what that looks like. Uh, yeah, he continues to guide us, True. protect us, and he does amazing things. Yeah. So I feel like God, I mean, I was just reminded of my journey and how God has, has been so good for me yeah. in that area. That's awesome. Um, you had mentioned like in your moments of sort of like that one week period, mm -hmm. right? Or just doubting yourself what were some of like practical things that that you did because you know as much as we we love the spirit mm -hmm. world not a sure. lot of us are uh, in tune that way <laughs> with um with just with being still or um yeah like there's just a lot of noise that is around there's like yeah. what if you don't live by yourself, for instance, um, because I, I do remember that for a period of time when you, um, 
when you are working, you were living on your own. Mm -hmm. And so you had the flexibility, you had the freedom of coming home and just, and just breathing for a second with no, there's no one else running around the house. There's no one else calling you to do something. Um, Although I'm sure you have family members that do that as well. (laughs) But just, just, um, yeah, like what are some practical things that you would do in that space Mm -hmm. when you don't feel like you want to read the word or when you don't feel like, but you know, you know that you, you got to read your Bible, pray every day, back to basics, but what are some practical things that you would suggest, I guess? I think everyone have you know, has that one thing that that's that's that resets, you yeah. know, their mindset. That's good. Yeah. And uh, I've always found walking to be oh. that for me. So just nice. yeah, putting on your runners and just not even thinking about it, but just yeah. yeah, hitting the pavement or running or whatever, or going to the gym, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Uh, but that we fancy and fit out here, people. So. <laughs> that's not even. <laughs> everything else. No, that's awesome. But having yeah, knowing what your reset is and yeah. and doing it when when you find yourself in those moments. Yeah. And uh, so that was it for me. And I would also say being constantly connected having a community around you yeah because yeah when you're in that space it's it's coming from the inside and so um whatever needs to reset you has to be from some you know from yeah from external if i could say true so i've i've found that during those times um i those established relationships, key relationships yeah. really come in timely. Yeah. And uh, without even realizing or without even calling them, um, yeah, they are at the front door with just just checking up. Yeah. Just, and that has, I've always found that as, as a hand of God, yeah, in my life as well, yeah, having yeah a community around you, um, and you know, being building those relationships, yeah, up for those for those type of moments. That's good. Mm-hmm. How intentional were you about building community? Because I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. slide that in there since you brought it up, <laughs> but. Because I think a lot of the time we're, for instance, if we're at work or if we are at school, we're with these people for eight hours a day at least. And so how do you then be intentional about building community when you have a culture, I'm going to say, or when you work, for instance, we work in this amazing nation that we have relationships where tavus come into place, naitas come into place. Like, we can't separate, you can't ignore the fact that people are going to call you out on that type of relationship. And so then how do you navigate right. that type of interaction with coworkers? <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Well, <laughs> if, if I could be very frank, I'm not one to 
entertain yeah that that particular aspect of of our culture of our Fiji and traditional yeah. uh, relationships and I I do to a certain extent but I don't overdo it yeah to the point where I am compromising my standards compromising myself as a person and things that I wouldn't even say to you yeah. on a normal basis but I'm just saying it to you because you're my yeah. Um, yeah yeah so that's that's always been how I held myself in that area yeah and it could come off very if I maybe culturally insensitive to others Shame on but you. that's just a land for you <laughs> And there is no shame in that. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. That's so cool. Because I think there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. When you come, I don't well, when you work in different spaces, mm-hmm. workplaces often have a culture, have mm-hmm. a way yeah. that they do things in. And so how important is community for you from the outset? Like you're not coming into work trying to build community. Right. We're trying to build a new community, mm-hmm. but what did that look like for you? Because you transitioned from school, like you said, into corporate mm-hmm. when that was your long-term plan. Right. Rather than right. right then and there. Yeah. Well, I think a big part of it for me as well was being the youngest mm. person in the office and that really I think helped set the dynamic for me because mm-hmm. most of my co-workers were older than me they were married with families and yeah. so that really set the stage up for me in terms of how to interact with them yeah um you know as young and single I was not there looking or fishing but it yeah it, it was just easy yeah. sort of to transition and navigate into that new season yeah. because for me, I saw them as, I would relate to them as, you know, like how I relate to my dad right. or my okay. uncle and yeah. And just having that sense of respect ultimately. Yeah. And at the same time, being very mindful of the fact that yes, I knew I shouldn't, try to distance myself but there was right. also that pressure of trying to fit in you know yeah. like uh because you knew you know you have to you're gonna be be with That's them for true. eight hours a day you should build friendship Something. so yeah. yeah so it was a very fine line between having to still hold myself as a person yeah. at the same time trying to bridge or rather establish friendship uh, yeah that's cool it's interesting yeah it's challenging I would imagine aspiring mind but still aspiring yes I would yes yes Yes. speaking of aspiring (laughs) (laughs) and uh your young mind we'll bring it back to that young mind um I guess like as we're coming up on this 20 minute mark what is I know right it goes fast but thank you fam for staying tuned in um but what is sort of one thing that you would tell your uh, your younger 20s <laughs> 20s <laughs> or 18 year olds you know like those who are coming out of uni or those who didn't do uni and are looking for work 
Um, what's sort of that one thing that you would encourage them with? Um, right. Well, <laughs> I think for me, if I could uh, encourage my young 20, it would be, you know, be, be strong and courageous. Yeah. Uh, do not fear. Come on um, now. You Somebody don't. Better <laughs> you don't have to have it figured out. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it's it's not. It's okay not to be okay. You know, just just tap into it. Yeah. Um. And for young people out there looking for a job, or or you've, or you've probably just recently started work, you know, um, if you're looking for work. While at it, find something else that you can serve or add value to. Yeah. You know, it could be either volunteering in an organization, your local church. But I would say, uh, you know, insert yourself in places where you hope to be because you create that environment for God to move. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, don't be picky. You might not start with the job that you were gunning for. But from experience, God is always preparing us for the next season. Um, and I guess if I could add one last thing, uh, know your network. Yeah. They say your network is your net worth. And I believe these are people God placed around you for a particular season. And we need to recognize these relationships. Now, there is a fine line between getting things done because you know a certain individual high up in the ranks who can call the shots, which could pose an ethical question. Come on. So there's a difference between that and knowing someone who can be your divine connector to where God has called or purposed you to be. Yeah. And so we need to recognize and and be intentional about those those network or relationships around us. Yes. I love that, though, because I think that's definitely something that we sort of don't learn Mm. before you come into the workplace, before you step into. You don't really learn that networking is is something that's worth putting time Mm. and intention Mm. into. Um, And so that's really cool that you would mention that. Um, Yeah, is there anything sort of anything else that you would like our our Maroroi fam to know about Alana before we call it out on this episode because I trust that this will not be the last time that we hear from you no if I could just add one more thing it would be to honor your parents yeah honor your mommy and daddy praise the lord honor them old folks because you know, as young people, we, you know, we are driven, we are passionate, yes. we are learned, and uh, we we form our own ideas mm. and perceptions towards things which might not be in line with what our old folks uh, might say. <laughs> mature, mature yeah, yeah, senior yeah, citizens senior. of our lovely world, but... There is a certain way in which you still honor them. Mm. And, you know, do not, like, be your truly where I had to learn the hard way. Oh, uh, you know, I 
had to experience living out of home yeah. to really recognize and honor that honor my parents yeah yeah um i mean it is biblical there is a blessing yes there is so an overflow yes of abundance so trust. honor your parents that will look different for each person yeah. but uh yeah god will give you the wisdom on, on how to honor them nice that's a good word and on that word, yeah, I feel like there were so many gems on this podcast, on this episode in particular. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us, Alena. Thank you for shedding some light into this space of, of work and career. And um, yeah, and just on that last note of honoring God, mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to see honoring God, but honoring your parents mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool to see that transition and that play out in your life as well as you speak about it. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Joining us here. And we are out for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week where we have a gentleman on the other side of this conversation. So this would be fun. Um, he is my husband as well. Okay. <laughs> so that, that will be <laughs> so that will be fun as well. But um yeah, to thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you for joining Chats with Alena during this Mararoi podcast. And tune in next week. But before then, have a blessed week, have a blessed evening, morning time. And I hope that you know that you are purposed and you too are protected stay blessed y'all